Hi guys, my name is Kenny Dusso, and this is the Elite Development Podcast. The goal of this show is documenting my journey as a coach, things I see in the industry, of mistakes I see athletes make, things that I know you need to avoid. So basically, my goal is to help athletes avoid the difficult pitfalls of the world of elite performance sport and to help them reach their true potential. So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and everywhere else you can. And now, let's get Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. And today, we are talking about strength and conditioning. We are asking a very important question. Does strength and conditioning really help? And if so, how does it help? And what kind, how often should you be focusing on it? So the reason that I wanted to bring this one to you guys is because last week I posted something talking about George St. Pierre. And it was about how George St. Pierre, during his career, famously said that he doesn't do any strength and conditioning. And then within that same interview, he talked about how he still lifted weights, but he did it for looks because he didn't believe that lifting weights was actually going to help him as an athlete. And his focus was on movement efficiency. So we're going to break a few of these things down. So first off, when it comes to him not doing any strength and conditioning, we need to really define what strength and conditioning is. Strength and conditioning is designed to help athletes meet the energy demands of their sport. Now, when it comes to MMA, obviously a huge piece of that is going to be the MMA training. But when it comes to strength and conditioning workouts, where a lot of people go wrong is they think that strength and conditioning workouts is just how hard can you push before you drop? I see people doing these ridiculous circuits that last two and a half hours that are just like a thousand reps of this, a thousand reps of that, 500 of these, 500 of those, without any real structure. I want to make it clear. If there's no structure to it and you're just throwing random, painful, punishing workouts at your athletes, that's not strength and conditioning. That's not even conditioning. That's just torture for the sake of torture. If you're actually properly structuring a program around the physical demands you need in the sport, you're going to see ridiculously good results compared to those who are just burning themselves out a few times a week doing random bullshit with no fucking structure to it. So then the next piece that we want to talk about when it comes to that interview with George St. Pierre was he talked about movement efficiency. And when he talked about movement efficiency, he talked specifically about his Muay Thai coach and how his Muay Thai coach was this older guy that was super out of shape, smoking cigarettes all the time, drinking, really not your traditional view of an athlete. Yet he would always kick everyone's ass when they did Muay Thai sparring because he was more efficient in his movement. Those were George's words. He was more efficient in his movement. And in that interview, George talked about how a main component of his training is focusing on improving movement efficiency. Now, one of the most important things that we need to look at when it comes to improving movement efficiency is how you can do that within your strength and conditioning program. Because I agree, if you don't have good, strong, efficient movement when you compete, you're going to be in trouble. 
A bodybuilder is not going to be a good fighter right off the bat without any training or anything like that because they aren't training for fighting. The same thing as a marathon runner isn't going to step in and be a very good fighter. It doesn't mean they're not in very good shape, but they're not in the shape they need and they're not trained in the efficiency of the movements that they need to be trained in. And where we can take that a level further is a lot of athletes focus on building movement patterns, working on their footwork, doing those things in the martial arts gym, but then they neglect that in their strength and conditioning work. So these athletes are spending all this time trying to learn how to move better when they're actually fighting. And then when they go in and they're doing their lifts, if they're doing that, which hopefully they are, if you're not, that's a whole other conversation. But when you go in to do your lifts, focus on the technique of the lift and focus on putting yourself in positions that are going to better translate to the sport. Don't just throw a bar on your back and do a bunch of squats. Focus on the tempo. Focus on how you're moving. Focus on how the muscles are working together. Now, I understand that it's there's only going to be I'm only going to be able to get this point across so well just talking about it and not seeing it. So as you listen to this, go to my Instagram account, and if you scroll through, you'll be able to find what I'm talking about, a squat breakdown video. When you're doing squats, focus on the movements through your lower body that are going to translate to what you need in the sport. So as an example, throwing a punch. When you throw a punch, the power comes from the floor, through your lower body, through the hips, through the torso, and then out through the hand that's actually throwing the punch. Correct? So when you focus on your squat, focus on sitting into a position where you're loaded through your hips. So the way I break it down to teach a squat is feet slightly outside shoulder width apart, toes turn slightly so that they form about a V. And from that position, what you want to focus on is trying to screw your feet into the floor. And as you screw your feet into the floor, your first movement, feel as though somebody's lightly pulling on your hips so that your hips are coming slightly back and then you're sitting straight down. Now the movement's initiated from the hip and you're loading through your hips and your hamstrings first. The reason this is important is when you're pressing through the floor to throw power behind that punch, your posterior chain, your hips and hamstrings are generating most of that power. So if you're building a hip and hamstring dominant squat and then from the bottom of the squat, dead stop, as low as you can get without rounding your back. So now you're gonna have a strong position to transfer the power from the lower body to the upper body. And then as you stand up, focus on driving your hips through your shoulders. Now the reason that position of hips through the shoulders is important is because same thing, when you go to throw a punch, the big thing is you wanna focus on the power coming from your hips, transferring through your core, transferring through the punch. So by focusing on that same movement and that same pattern through the body while you squat, you're now building a stronger, more efficient pattern with your lifting. And then again, through the plyometrics and everything else you do, that's going to translate better to what you actually need when you fight. Does that make sense? So again, building movement efficiency from the base, from the strength and conditioning gym into the martial arts gym, into the performance. Now, when it comes to improving movement efficiency as well, that was one of the big things GSP talked about. What I wanna really make sure you guys are focused on is when it comes to your strength and conditioning work, stop focusing solely on intensity. And this doesn't mean you don't push yourself hard, but you need to focus on pushing yourself as well as focus on moving more efficiently. 
if you can focus on moving more efficiently, focus on generating better patterns, what you're going to do is you're going to build a stronger, more efficient athlete, exactly what GSP spoke about within his within that interview. Except you're going to do it at a higher level because you're focused on that in every single area, not just in the martial arts gym. Because the reason guys like GSP are so good is because they're so athletic as well as so skilled in the martial arts. You can have all the martial arts skill in the world, but if you're slow and you gas out quickly, that skill is not going to get you very far. Whereas the guy who might have slightly less skill, but is able to execute on their game plan faster, beat you to the punch every time, and physically dominate you is going to have massive advantages that they shouldn't have if you have more skill than they do. That all making sense? So when it comes to the strength and conditioning work, yes, you're going to push yourself hard. There is going to be hard work to be done, but the main focus is building a stronger, more efficient athlete the same way as they spoke about in that interview with GSP. So guys, the other thing with that too that I keep forgetting to mention is the reason that you don't need to solely focus on the intensity when it comes to strength and conditioning work is that you're already getting intensity through your martial arts training too. So yes, you still need to train hard, but you don't need to get yourself in shape if you're already in shape from training consistently, building your strength, building your movement efficiency, building your power, your speed, etc., as well as consistent training in the martial arts gym. You should already be in shape. And then you're consistently improving upon that as well as building a more efficient athlete. And in turn, you're going to put the best possible version of you back into competition every single time. So make sure that you're not just focused on intensity. You're focused on balancing the intensity of your training with the skills training that you're doing, with the focus on movement efficiency, with focusing on making sure that you're putting the best version of you back into the sport every single time you compete. So if you have any questions based off of that, if you have anything that you're unsure of based off of what I was talking about here, make sure to shoot me a DM, make sure to open the conversation and I'm happy to help you along that more. Or if you want to DM me and tell me that I'm full of shit, I'm happy to have that conversation with you too. But overall guys, I hope you got some value from this. I hope you learned something. If you did, I'd love to know what it is. Shoot me a DM. All the social media links will be in the show notes below. As always though, my number one ask of you is, Share the show around with a friend, share it with a teammate, share it with someone who's going to benefit from hearing this message. So as always, I appreciate you all. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now remember, information without execution is useless. So take what you learned in the show today and go figure out how you can apply it to your career to start making progress right away. My one ask of you is share the show around Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following on all the social media platforms. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And in turn, have a great day. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode.